Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Struggle City this morning, Key. Yeah. Max and I have not had our coffee yet. The coffee machine is broken here at the seaport. And I, I don't know what to do. Well, we've ordered coffee. Water, water does not get me to where coffee gets me yeah, water's at great. the top of the morning. You, you know what I mean? The point of water is to is to offset the caffeine from the coffee so that you don't get dehydrated. But water's not going to wake you He's up. He's not a coffee guy. He will have the random Red Bull every once in a while, which I don't know how you do in the morning. Yeah, you don't have caffeine in the morning, Key? I see you with Red Bull. Yeah, but didn't you just hear Jay say every now and then? Yeah. He doesn't do a Can you hear that, Max? Come on now. Yeah, but I've seen, yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. Put it this, saying, put this way. I've seen it plenty of nows. <laughs> I've seen plenty of nows <laughs> with the Red yeah, Bull. Coffee, coffee are for teachers, doctors, things of that nature. Not for me. Oh, coffee can't live without it. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Welcome to our number two. Of the Sports Hangover Live at Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic. It is the Midway Point of View Work Uh-oh. Week. Oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump day. I know you can hear me. Let's just stupid. There's no doubt what the camera Wednesday hump day is. There it is. Uh, Denver Broncos head coach, Sean Payton. Do I need to remix that? Do you think I need to throw in Dennis? I gotta got get Dennis Allen to say hump day. Right? Yeah. It might not be easy to get him to say hump day, but. How would I do that? I gotta figure it you out. You just start playing yeah. this, uh-huh. and then. Yeah, do you know what day of the week it is? Right. And you start playing, and then you just cut this off, and he'll, okay. he's gonna go, hump day. I'll figure it out. Which would be even funnier. I think I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll make it happen. I can re I can re-edit it. Yeah. Make it work. Coming up, uh, Corey Glory, voice of the two lane green wave. How improbable. 40 wins. I mean, 40 losses this year. And they're wow. in the regional. <laughs> I don't know if LSU's happy or sad. Okay, see? I said this yesterday on Fox 8 Overtime with uh, Juan Kincaid and Sean Fazan, and I was like, I've never met a fan base whose team was number one most of the season, right. the fifth national seed, has at least 10 major league players, likely the number one, number two picks of this year's draft. And are nervous. They're nervous. <laughs> it's crazy. I think it could have been any other team and they wouldn't be nervous. <laughs> it's crazy. It legitimately is. Ralph Marbo will join us here coming up in a quick sec as uh, we will talk to him about uh, some of the things that we've been seeing over at practice and some of the things that, that are standing out here as well. So, buddy, go ahead and get a hold of him. Coming up at 115 will be Ralph Marlboro as well. One of the things I, I did want to give you an opportunity, though, to hit on is uh, – Lakeview Massage and Therapy Hotline and Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic. Same thing, sir, because uh, you run both of them. And I, I ran over there, gave jo- uh, Jess some um, some koozies, some ESPN koozies there as well, and yeah, had a chance to chat with her. It is summertime, so there are spots available for people to come get massages. And you know, I know your kids are off, but you know, get a get a sitter for an hour or two, come in, take care of yourself, and then go back and take care of them. And it's a great place to go just so if you do want to relax, but if you really want to get some work done, stretch you out, get someone who actually knows the body and is very intelligent with what it is they're doing and telling you what you need to do to take care of yourself and, and working through some issues. Um, the other thing, too, is... And if you say something about the show, you get $20 off your first massage. Well, there you go. That's a hookup for sure. Yeah. Um, but one of the most important things I would talk about, too, I mean, look, I'm... I, I'm using the air quotes vacation. And as you know, 
There's nothing vacation-y about before and oh afterwards. My gosh. And I, I literally, <laughs> after this, I'm walking over. I'm going to go see Jess, and I'm booking next Friday. I'm <laughs> booking somebody next Friday. That's, what, that's why I was I running behind coming. today. I was I, running behind because yeah. everybody was coming from a vacation. Right. And their bodies were just <laughs> messed up. I, I need you to do this for me. Keep keep tabs of how many Disney World people come here oh, because gosh. I was talking to Catherine Terrell for ESPN who covers the Saints yesterday. She just went with her family and she's like, "I think we walk ten miles a day." I yeah. mean, and you're not used to doing. I, was, that. I just saw uh, <laughs> Chef Scotty today, and he walked fourteen Poor miles. Chef yeah. Scotty. Yeah, he's, he had his braces on. I haven't seen him in a few weeks. He's he's coming to see me twice this week. You can get him back on the show. On yeah, the, uh, no, look, looking shape. forward to it. Uh, to seeing that here as well. So. Uh, we'll touch on that. Some of the things um, that really stood out to me, I, I think, at practice yesterday was Rashid Shaheed. And, and look, I get all the excitement from from um, Saints fans last season about Rashid Shaheed making those big plays. But I was like, man, he's a 2-3 reception guy. I mean, this, this is pretty before we start making him the number two or the number three receiver and all those things. Now, that said... What he's done is he's taken advantage of this. Right. Right? Now, I don't know for whatever reason, it's voluntary, but Traquan Smith wasn't there yesterday. I'm like, Traquan, you need to be there every single day. He could be hurt. Surprise. He, he could be on vacation. Well, I forgot he was still on this team until right. I saw him last Tuesday. Here's the thing. Derek Carr doesn't know with these guys. Right. He's never practiced with them. He, you know, he's seen them on film, and it's one thing. Like Rashid said yesterday, yeah, they threw the ball around before an OTA. That's you and me going in the yard and throwing the football. Right. Doing with the helmet on, doing it with the music's playing, the tempo's going, and you're going through a drill and a practice, and it's time, then we're doing that. That's different. And what I think that I've seen happen is you're seeing trust, confidence being built. I, 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 we weren't here last week, but it's something that Carr said – Last week that stood out to me. So here, here's my, my professional here. I'm going to link this okay. last week to link to something that I saw yesterday. And one of the things that Carr talked about specifically was Alave. Listen to this. You know, he's very fast, very sudden. Um, I don't want, I, I don't like putting comparisons out there because then, you know, me personally, it's like, now he has to be this. And I know you guys won't do that, but I just don't want to put that on him. But, uh, he's also Chris Alave. You know, he wants to be himself. And maybe there are certain guys that I, very similar similarities uh, that I see in the route running and in the burst and all those kind of things. But um, the one thing I will say about him is he loves to work. You know, he he loves to work. He he keeps his you know he keeps his head down. Doesn't say much until it's time. Um, but you know, you know today I was like, hey, I'm coming to you on this. You know, I need you to win. And he's like, how much time do I have? I said, I don't care. Just win. You know, because certain coverages they were playing, and he went up there, did one, got the ball, and you know we're just building on that. You know, and so. Um, you know, watching him run is, it's been a treat. Him and Rashid can fly, you know. Um, but not only can they fly, they can run routes and they can play football. And so it's fun, fun for me to watch. All right, so Ralph Marlborough, who joins us now at Saints Forecast, a way to follow on Twitter. Ralph, we're going to go hot and heavy here since we're, well, like, you got five minutes in your segment. So, but what I love in two weeks' time, Rashid Shahid yesterday made a couple more big plays, Ralph. One-handed deep ball catch, things of that nature. You just heard what Derek said specifically about Alave. They're building trust in a relationship that it's happening in May that I think can pay off later on in the season. I love hearing that. I love, don't you? You kind of need to let, with, with Olave, I think the hype and expecting him to make the leap and being an elite, great receiver is, that's the place I can, I can get behind that. Indeed, I'm like, let's just pump the brakes a little. He was fun. And he did some cool stuff, and the Saints need to get, the, get him the ball more. But I'm not sure that, like, expecting him to be, like, a number two or even number three receiver is fair. I, I expect him to be, like, Gus, probably if he has a great season, it'll be, like, 45 catches. And, like, it'll be fun. But I, I just think we need to pump the brakes on him a little bit. But the thing is, like, they're a car, man. Like, the Raiders, they... They didn't really have that much to me. I mean, he had Waller and he had Adams, but like you look at the stats he put up there: four thousand yards, usually about thirty touchdowns. Like it doesn't take that much for him around him to go right, and I think he's going to be very good with the Saints. Now, 
so the, the thing that I worry about with the Saints is the offensive line. I look at it and I'm like, man, it's the thing that kept oh. us from winning Lombardi. It's the thing that kept <laughs> us from winning Lombardi in that parade. Like us, 2018, yeah. yeah. playoff game. Um, the, you know, uh, Max Unger was like a shell of himself and getting destroyed in Philadelphia. Like the offensive line, even if they weren't like injured and missing games, they were still like kind of like falling apart at the end of the year. And I think that's what cost the Saints to win Super Bowl, and I think that's the thing. I just keep going back to this whole offseason. I'm like, man, just please give us give us one of those years like Atlanta had when they blew the Super Bowl to 28 to three, when they just start the same five guys all year, or like the 2009 thing. They started the same five guys every freaking game. Give us one of those years. I would love to just experience that again. You know what's interesting too, and I, and I wanted to get into it when it comes to like players. I'm going to ask you something about Taysom Hill that's been interesting in my mind. But you love making fun and having fun with the analytics heads, the nerds as you call them. The Saints got rid or didn't renew the contract of their top person in the analytics department. And you've been saying this. You want Sean Payton to shush already and telling people about what the draft process was and all that. But in the pre-draft presser, he specifically said the Broncos were light years ahead in analytics department. First off, isn't that your job, Sean? And secondly, I, I don't think that's is a bad thing. I, I kind of like what DA is doing right now. Yeah, I mean, I think I think analytics can be at times overblown. You can kind of manipulate it to, say, to get it to say what you want it to say. Um, but my thing with the analytics is, I don't necessarily, I don't need a coach that is like, I believe in the analytics and like Philadelphia, we're like, we're committed to it, we're doing it all the time, but we're doing it. I don't necessarily need a coach like that, but I need a coach who understands it and can explain it and can be like, look, we get the analytics, but in this case, we believe X. You know, like, like I'll give you an example. Remember the Philadelphia game? They're playing the Eagles, right? They have that great drive and they're up. And it's like fourth and like one from the goal line, right? And the analytics is go, don't kick the field goal, don't go up thirteen nothing, go for your touchdown. But the thing was, the play before Ramsey got injured and they got destroyed on the play, and they went nowhere. So like, I get that the analytics tells you to go for it, but in the real world, Dennis Allen, I know he's standing on the sideline like. Dude, on third down, we just lost three yards, and Ramtech is on the sideline with me. You know what? I'm kicking the field goal. So, like, I, that's what I want out of my coach. I want him to understand the analytics, but sometimes, Gus, you just got to, like, throw the numbers out the window and realize what's happening in the game. And I think that's my thing that I fight with the nerds over is they want to pretend that, like, injuries – and all these things in the real world don't happen. It just trusts the numbers when that's not always how it goes. No, look, and I think that's one of the things that is going to be very interesting how this plays out and then going into the calls during the season and things of that nature. Well, before we run out of time here, we've got to get to Corey Glore next segment. But it's, it, maybe it's homework, but it's something to think about. I, I don't know why Taysom Hill hasn't been here. So I'm just going to ask you this. If he was at practice during these OTAs, where is he taking reps at? What position group is he going through practice? I think if he's a, I think if he's doing reps at position group, I think it's mostly quarterback does. I think, listen, I love Jason. I think he's a goal line monster. I think short yardage cheat code because it's just proven out the data. You know, we just talked about him before. Data proves it out. Like, on short yardage and goal line, he's a monster. And he's great at it. At tight end, because he's not, he's not really that great. Like, he doesn't look like a quarterback playing tight end, but, like, his hands are very shaky. He had the critical drop against Tampa. I know it was a hard catch. He had to play against San Francisco where they got shut out. He could have made the catch. Like, he's not a great tight end. And listen, the Saints, and say what you want about Pete Carmichael, they got the best out of Taysom Hill last year. Like, that's the best season he's ever had with the Saints. His usage to me was right where it needed to be. I think his days at tight end are numbered, but I think it's a good thing. Like, I think yeah. as a short, like, as a short yardage touchdown guy, like, ideally for Taysom Hill, 
you want him to get like three to four plays a week, and it's like critical third and goal from the one, fourth and a half, fourth and a yard from the forty-five when the Saints need to ice the game. Like you want three or four plays a week, right. and to me, Gus, if he does that, he gives you maybe a little bit more on occasion, but he gives you like five to ten touchdowns, and it's just what he gave you last year. That's more than worth what they pay him. You know, so I don't. If I'm Taysom, I don't want to be tight end. I want to do what I did. I want. I'm like, Keith, give me what you gave me last year, like that. Because because the thing about Taysom too, Gus is is our temptation is we want more. We want more. But his body, he's over thirty, and his body is very fragile. I think the Saints they need to replicate what they did last year for him. That that's the path for success for Taysom, and it's hard because he's. So delicious, and we just want we just want to stuff our face with Taysom power plays over and over again, like in the Seattle. Yeah, and look, here's your homework, and we'll talk about this next Wednesday. Is that some what is that something he wants? That's right. You know what I'm That's saying? Good. Like, I, yeah. I, there's only there's only a shelf life. That the shelf life is only so long for a player in the NFL, and especially a guy like him, where it's speed related. Speed goes away with age. It doesn't increase. So I'm not saying he's looking to get shipped out. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I wonder at what point does he, because does he have the same relationship with this staff as he did when Sean and Drew and them were here? I don't know, but it's yeah. something to keep an eye on. Ralph, thank you as always, man. Uh, at Saints Forecast is a way to follow you over on Twitter, Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We'll talk again next week. All right, talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Uh, voice of the Tulane Green Wave, Corey Glory, joins us next on ESPN New Orleans. Teaming up to create a healthier community, Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center present Health Watch. One injury that is sure to interrupt participation in athletic activity is injury to the anterior cruciate ligament. This is commonly known as an ACL tear. The ACL is considered the athletic ligament of the knee. It functions to resist anterior tibial translation and rotational loads. Both contact and non-contact ACL injuries occur. Although non-contact, tears and ruptures are most common. A cut and plant movement is the typical mechanism that causes an ACL tear. That being a sudden change in direction or speed with the foot firmly planted. Rapid deceleration moments, including those that involve planting the affected leg to cut and change direction, have also been linked to ACL injuries, as well as landing from a jump, pivoting, twisting, and direct impact to the front of the tibia. Female athletes are more susceptible to ACL injuries due to biomechanical factors. So coaches of female athletes especially should incorporate ACL prevention exercises into workout routines. Prevention programs should be started in the off-season, well before the playing season begins. Always warm up before playing. It is important to get blood circulating to the muscles before starting a game or practice. Being flexible enough to move freely can help you maintain ideal form. Include stretches for your thighs, calves, and hips and pay particular attention to any areas that are especially tight. Develop body awareness through strengthening the hips, core, and thighs. A variety of squats and lunges are a couple of exercises that can build strength. Using proper technique is crucial. Develop body awareness through balance. Many injuries occur when an athlete is off balance. Like anything, balance gets better with practice. Begin with sturdy surfaces and advance to uneven footing. Run to a line or cone, plant your outside foot without letting your knee collapse inward to change direction. Move in patterns that take you front to back, side to side, and diagonally. Start by running slowly so you can concentrate on good position. Always jump, land, stop, and move with your knees directly over your feet. Begin by jumping straight upward several times. Spring up, then land with your feet and knees pointing straight ahead. Careful not to let your knees buckle inward. Let your knees bend softly each time you land. Practice proper landing technique until it becomes second nature. Keep your knees bent, your chest high, your glutes back, and land softly. Remember, quality workouts are the key to keeping you safely in the game. Adequate sleep, rest days, and alternating hard workouts with easier workouts are all important strategies 
to help reduce your risk of injury and make you a strong, powerful athlete. If you have questions about injury prevention strategies, please contact us at the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional at 985-493-4502 or www.thibodeau.com. www.thibodeau.com. Health Watch is a presentation of Coastal Broadcasting in Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. For more information on the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, call 985-493-4502 or visit Thibodeau.com. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Pitch away. Ricky wants a re-rack of signs. He's back on the mound. Runner at third is Nowak. Who cares? No balls, two strikes on McChrystal. Here it comes. Line shot in the air to left field. Bear racing back. He's got it! He's got it! He's got it! Are you serious? Welcome to Impossible! Tulane has done it! They've won the American! That is Corey Glor, voice of the Tulane Green Wave. I could watch that forever. Corey, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Hi, Gus. I'm uh, thrilled to be talking more baseball with you. <laughs> Sam is hitting the water bottle behind you like it's a bottle of vodka. You're, you're completely can't believe what you're seeing in front of you. I mean, I, I love the fact that you guys are putting videos now to, to the calls, but that, that's legit. Like, cause that's probably how Tulane fans were feeling. You use the word improbable. So I'm going to ask you, how improbable was it, Corey, that a team goes up there and does what they do in Clearwater, man? Well, I mean, I think now, uh, the, now that folks think of, of, uh, are experiencing what's going on here, uh, and the fact that it's well known that 15 and 39 was the regular season mark, so that on its own makes this improbable. But you know, I go back to there was really not an indication, at least on the field or results-wise, that saw something like last week on the horizon. The last weekend of the year was in Memphis, and this team got run-ruled twice. I mean, it was like, so it was not even like they surged in to Clearwater. They stumbled in, and here they were when they, they put it all together for a week. And so it is truly astonishing that with the year that happened, uh, it mm-hmm. resulted in a June baseball and a trip to Baton Rouge. It, it is, it's going to be one of those, I think stories that a lot of people around this program will talk about for a long, long time, because there was no idea that something like this was coming. When you sit there and look at the fact, as I spoke with coach yesterday, Corey, you guys didn't win a weekend series in April or in May. And I think one of the unique perspectives that, you have as a play-by-play person that so you travel with them. So when you're on the road and those road trips and you're traveling the trips and you have, you know, dinners and lunches, you're around the guys, you're around the coaches. That's not easy to do what they did because it's very easy to be down and not want to show up and not want to go to work or even call a game when you don't win. And I think that's the most remarkable aspect that they somehow stuck together and still wanted to go out there and play hard, Corey. It's the only thing that I think you can point to uh, about last week, and that you know I, I talked with Tio Banks, you know, a couple days ago, and, and I've, I've been around these guys and has talked to them a lot. And I talked to one guy who said, once you know, once they got to March, it was almost as though like he knew that it was going to have to be the last week of May that things got put together. Now there are plenty of games left, but they knew. And so the, there was not infighting. There was not, you know, people screaming at each other. And, and they had plenty of reasons to be mad at each other, to be down on themselves for what was happening. And, and it never reached that point. Um, and, and so 
for for all the faults that occurred on the field with this team, and it's a, a lot of young guys and a lot of older guys with new roles this year and a first-year coaching staff, and all the speed bumps were huge for this team. The one thing that stayed consistent is that they all actually gave a crap still amidst everything, and, and they entered Clearwater saying, there's nobody in this league that we don't think we can beat. Like, they saw them all. They were in every weekend, despite the fact they didn't win all but one conference weekend. And they said, who's better than us? And, like, we can go out there and we, sh- we can show it. And they did. I-, I think one of the things that's interesting going into this regional here as well, there's familiarity, right? I mean, obviously, you, you know all about LSU and you played them this year. And that was... An interesting game there going on as well, and I understand it's midweek compared to regional play and all of that, but how do you think they can carry what they just did last week, Corey, into Friday? Well, I think what they did last week was uh, they were consistent through the lineup. And, you know, Teal Banks got the headlines, and deservedly so, with what he did, but he was always in a spot to drive and run because you had Gavin Schultz in the nine hole okay. that was on 15 times. You had Brennan Lambert had the most runs knocked in of the whole week with 11. I mean, Brady Marquette had big moments. Baumgart had big moments. And this was, frankly, without arguably the most consistent hitter of the year doing much. And Brady Bear, he really struggled last week. But then they got enough on the mound. And not just enough, but they got a little bit extra from guys. They had Carmouche go a full eight against Memphis. They had incredible relief outings by, by Chandler Welch, by... Jonah Wachter by Lombardi by Fowler. They had Carmouche come in in relief in the in the championship game. Ricky Castro saved that game. Um, they got just extra from the guys on the mound that wasn't beyond their capability. It was just more than what they had been asked to do by this point. And the biggest thing to me is that when they they were trailed in every game, Gus, they took a lead in the middle innings and then they kept building on to the lead late. And they scored 20 runs from the sixth inning on in Clearwater. And so it was late offense that did the damage and allowed them to take a one-run lead into a three-run lead and then find the, the, the strikes that they needed to finish off games. And so, yeah, this is going to be a brand-new experience for these boys. I was trying to – I think I can count on one hand the amount of guys on this roster – that's experienced a regional environment. Of course, none of them have been here at Tulane, and it's all been somewhere else. And so um, this is going to be brand new, but they entered last week knowing that they could put it all together, and now they're feeling really good about it. They know they can play good baseball, and so they're going to roll it out there and see what happens because they shouldn't have won last week, but boy, did they take it. So when you look at this game here as well, I think one of the things that I'm going to be curious about is that, right, about the experience you can get out of this. And, I mean, the old phrase, Corey, you're playing with house money, right? Go enjoy it, enjoy the atmosphere, and get out there and do that. But I think to a bigger thing, how big is just being able to be there Friday, Corey, for momentum going into next season. Does that make sense? I'm not taking away. Look, you obviously you want to go there and win. You want to go do those things. But I, I think finishing that way, the way you have this season, going into next season, that helps recruiting. That helps, hey, rejuvenate a, a, a baseball program that hadn't had the kind of season they wanted, right? I, I think you're bang on. I mean, the fact that this is, you know, uh, make no mistake, I, I've been around this team all week. They're talking about, you know, going three and zero. They're talking about being getting through this regional. They're they're doing all of that the way that a team should be, even with the year that's occurred in the rearview mirror. Um, but this is, I mean, you talk about Tulane now nationally on the baseball diamond, and the now the focus they're getting with what they just pulled off. It is it's huge. Like it, and for this fan base that's been waiting for a return to regionals for seven years now. And for this to be the year in which it happened, I mean, there, there's kind of a, a giddy delirium about this right now. And um, yeah, when you're talking about recruiting in 2024 and the image of Tulane baseball, um, it, it's monumental. And then you think about the guys that are going to be on the field in Baton Rouge this weekend and hopefully beyond that. 
and those guys will be returning to this team next year. Well, you're getting a taste of it, and a taste that you didn't anticipate you would get. Um, you get to be a part of a regional here, and maybe even further than that, after the year that just happened. And so now you're talking about a program that will come into next season pretty sky high with what they know they are capable of doing as long as they keep it all together. Mm-hmm. And it's one week can change a lot about the dynamics of a program. Corey Glore, voice of the Tulane Greenway, final thing for you. I'm not trying to put you on the spot because I legitimately don't know how I would answer this. The final call, final minutes of the game against USC and getting that win or what took place back on Sunday. Can you can you pick one? I would say I was honestly more nervous Sunday than I was in Arlington. It, the, the way the comeback yeah. in the Cotton Bowl unfolded was it, it was so um I mean it just kept evolving. Um but Sunday uh, the nature of just calling baseball, and you know the, the deal with this sport here, Gus, just one instant can change everything. And it, yeah. with the year that's happened, right. you kept waiting for it to break, right? I think everyone was waiting for something to happen, a break to go against this team, a year that nothing has gone this team's way, and you were waiting for something. Right. And then you get the caught stealing at second, and then the line out in the very next pitch, and it's over. And so the, the, the nervousness of Sunday... I think Trump's the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I didn't know this because uh, it just popped up a little bit ago, but we could have some fun with this, so let's see how good you are. Uh, Roger Federer apparently is now voicing ways the app in three different voices. If you could select like you could with you know Siri, different voices, is there a sports personality you would love to give you directions on either ways? Apple Maps or Google Maps? I, I, I thought immediately Harry Carey. Could you imagine it? You're going the wrong way. <laughs> this is I, uh, a sports personality that you would love to have on your navigation app. Bob Uecker, not even close. I want him to dryly yeah. and sarcastically <laughs> tell me where to go. <laughs> I would take a left now or something like that. Perfect. I like that. All right. Corey Glore. Corey Glore is the way to follow on Twitter. Can't wait to listen to the call. Should be fun, man. Enjoy the ride. Thanks for giving us a little time this week, bud. Gus, why not Tulane? Thanks for the time. I like that. Why not? Right? Uh, Who's that? Uh, Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre is where he's going with. Thank you. Uh, Quick break. We come back. Dr. Josh Roulette, I'll ask you. If you could choose a sports personality, a sports figure to voice your navigation app. Roger Federer is doing it for ways in three languages, English, French, and German. So give that some thought. You can chime in here as well. Next two segments are open. So Sports Hangover in ESP New Orleans. It's Gus Kattengell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bien View on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you're always looking for ways to position your operation to create opportunities and move on them faster. With Bank of America, you get access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Jay, who have been the best scorers in the NBA since the year 2000? Number five. AI. Number four. Yo, I'm going to give it to James Harden. Number three. Yo, man, respect to Kobe. Number two. Steph the chef. Number one. I got to go with the man, Kevin Durant. TJ and Max, followed by Greeny.
Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Harry going, proceed straight on Lafayette. Yeah, I think because you know he would just butcher every single street. I got, I got one for you that would butcher it too, though. <laughs> Who's that? Charles Barkley. Oh, that would Charles be the funniest. Barkley <laughs> giving you directions would be kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> you probably wouldn't get where you want to go, no. but it would be funny. I, how would he get? How would he throw in that's terrible? Or guarantee, or I guess we'll afterwards be like, it could be 30, 35 minutes, I guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> tra- traffic's up there, it's terrible. <laughs> yes. That's exactly yes. what it is. There's an accident up ahead, so there's it's traffic, terrible. and it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. That'd be funny. Yeah, I mean, you, there, the, the possibilities are endless. I yeah. mean, if I'm, I'm Apple right now, I'm going absolutely. 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 That makes I'll so pay, much sense. I'd pay 10 bucks for it. Yeah, make it an app. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be so much fun. I, was, I mean, you see, originally, when I saw this, I was like, look, I had to make it sports because it says it's a sports figure. I mean, it's right. Roger Federer, right? Tennis, great. But is there some, like, I, I was thinking, like, celebrity or personality. Dude, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I mean, the, well, I mean any, most obvious. The, the comedians that do. Kevin Hart probably be funny. Um, Kevin Hart be good, but just the way Morgan Freeman <laughs> narrates all those things. Yeah. What's his name? That oh my gosh! What was the Earl Jones? No, yeah, James Earl Jones too. But I'm talking about the comedian that does him so well, man. He narrates. He like uses Morgan Freeman on on anything, like ordering McDonald's or something. Oh, really? I don't know oh my gosh! Uh, Caliendo, Frank Caliendo. Oh yeah, he does. Caliendo, voice. yeah, but he like he uses Morgan Freeman in like, you know, and as I walk to the bathroom. Contemplating <laughs> right. what I was about to do, I reached for the newspaper. I mean, like you know, just probably forgot what his. Oh, dude, like. I, it was that would be fantastic. But again, yeah, yeah, it would be funny. So it anyway, funny. if you want to chime in and tell Buddy which uh, which sports figure you'd want, we could throw that in there as well. So Doctor Josh Roulette joins us here as well. Once again, man, if I want to get any kind of information, how to how do I? I mean, I can Google it, but what's you the can call us five zero four four eight eight eighteen hundred and talk to anyone on staff. That's Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic uh, website ucfamilychiropractic.com. dot uh, com. Most of the information is on there. You can fill out forms before you can ask me questions, and I'll email you right back. Not right back, but right. that's not, you know. Now you're wearing your brother Martin crest as well with your, yeah. you know. Yeah. Do you charge Jesuit guys the same thing and ladies I just, as well? I just push a little harder. Okay. Yeah, and just give it to them a little, little bit. A little bit know. more. But, I mean, you do see other I do give them a hard program. time when they walk in with Jesuit stuff. I'm like, God, <laughs> man, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, not everyone can get in. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, women come in with their husband's gear. Or yeah. I'm like, yeah. man, that was bad yeah. luck. You know, I've been there recently a lot. I mean, we can maybe get some shirts here or something. You know, just we should. Just throw this on. You know, kind of like when you go see a doctor to give you, like, you know. A gown, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, just cover them up. Just well, I went over to Francesca's yesterday for yeah. dinner. And because um, I'm here by myself this week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me go grab something over there at Chef Scotty's. And he's selling these shirts. And I was like, oh, man, I might want these shirts. They're kind of like marble red. Uh-huh. And then he's got cardinals on the back of it. Oh, like, he put a cardinal? I'm like, bro, I'm not walking around repping the Cardinals yeah. for you. I texted him. I was like trying to sneak in that. <laughs> that is kind of subliminal. I don't yeah, care. I was, I was going to buy a Francesca's <laughs> shirt, but I'm not becoming a Cardinals fan to do it. Right. Um, he's supposed to stop by at some point today. I yeah. haven't seen him in two weeks. He's been uh, he's been doing the Jeremy Shockey out traveling the globe and hanging out in the jungles of Costa Rica or something. No, yeah. See, I'm going to the beach tomorrow. The professor is going to be running the show. They'll be at Katie's, and they're going to have a great time for nice. the next two days. But I like I, I I will tell you where I will be Thursday, Friday, and Monday. Feet in the Un- sand under a cabana tent or whatever it is that we pop up. Right, there will be a cooler next to me, and I'm going to be watching, hoping that Carvin and get eaten by a shark. I mean, that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what I'm doing. <laughs> that's. Now, are you I'm the relaxing. Guy, like, are, you the, are you the guy who has to be like 
I'm not a huge beach person, yeah. but if oh, I go, right. I have to be yeah. on the beach. Yeah. Like, I open my door. I, I would love and that. I'm, and I literally am yeah. already on the beach, so I don't have to walk. If I get more advertising, then yes. <laughs> if I get more advertising, then I'm yes. I'm never doing a The prices have gone through the again. roof, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You got to book it out a year. I'm, I, I, I'm on a condominium property that's on the beach side. I, just, yeah. I have to walk a few feet. Right. But, yes, I'm with yeah, you. too like, much walking for me. So... My, my, my dream, I've told this to truck, I've told, it's no offense to anybody. If I can somehow Pat McAfee it, or if ESP New Orleans wants to have me broadcast live from Pensacola every day, yeah. from a house, like you just said, where I'm on a deck, I need to be covered. Right. You know, cause I mean, the equipment can't fry. But there's uh, nothing but in front of this, you. I would love to see, you know, the golf. Yeah. And then, um, just go, there's the door. Walk right on out. That's the only that way to do it, man. If you Which, by the way, I wish I was there yesterday. I'm a huge space aviation guy. Yeah. Um, Dragon came down yesterday. Oh, cool. Well, with four astronauts, you know, as they changed crews, and they they land in in Florida waters, either the Gulf of Mexico side or the Atlantic side, depending on weather. So right. they chose the Gulf of Mexico side, which is Panama City. So see if it. you all along, yeah, people in Starkville, if you just look at it, people are like, what the heck? Because when it enters, you saw the plasma trail. Wow. So it was cloudy last night. I'm the only the people are driving by one. Why are you watching your phone looking at the sky? Yeah. that That's because I was looking for the capsule, but it was too cloudy. I couldn't see it. But, um, yeah, it comes over the middle part of the country and then goes right over. So it would be coming, like, if I'm looking towards the lake, right. towards New Orleans East and the West Bank, if right. I'm staring at Metairie. Um, but, yeah, it landed literally. It landed just off of Pensacola. <laughs> if you had been able to see it. That's awesome. Which is kind of cool when you think about it. But, dude, I couldn't find that on TV or anything. You would never know. They literally Back in the day, space oh, was like the only thing everybody wanted to watch. It was incredible. Um Scott Craig just says it's a beautiful bird. I, I have nothing against the bird. Oh, I, I have plenty the birds, of the cardinals team. in the backyard. I mean, right. I feed them. They they do their Look little thing. Trying to make it seem like it's a it's right. not a well, subliminal. It's like politics. This is what happens, cardinals. right? Where I go, I don't care right. for the cardinals, and then he puts out an ad. Gus Catgill hates nature. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. how it works, you know. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's how it goes. Then I have to do a, a rebuttal advertising. You exactly. Know? Gus, and then it was me with like 15 cardinals around me, and I'm yeah. holding one, feeding one, and it's just pecking seed out of my right. hand. You know, don't let Scott Craig fool you. I love animals. Exactly. You know, I just happen to like the cubs. <laughs> but this is the kind of misinformation it. that has led us astray. I mean, this is literally what campaigns are like. Exactly. <laughs> based on that. Um, look, Josh, yesterday we saw at, at OTAs, Again, more passes being made in, in some plays by Rashid Shahid and, and Derek Carr and things of that nature. On the defensive side, it's kind of hard to look at because you don't see plays being made um, because of the tackling, right, and things like that. Right. But you can observe certain things like Alante Taylor, again, second straight week in the slot. Hmm. I like Paulson Adebo. I Me thought too. him being injured last year, and you would know this, you treat injuries. It sometimes takes a while to kind of get back Full into speed, it. Yeah. And then once the season is off and running, it's just, it's, it's hard. But his rookie year I thought was excellent. So there's a lot of people that cover the team that think, hey, Taylor and Adebo are battling. I'm like, well, why can't we put Alante Taylor? Because you saw Alante Taylor last year show some things. I'm like, put him in a slot. Now, yeah. It's easy for me to say. I don't play it. I don't know the differences. Well, I thought Abram. Well, yesterday he spoke about it. And when we come back from break, because it's 145, so it's time for break. When we come back, I'm going to play some bites, and it's very interesting. Um, he'll do what he's told. He ain't exactly thrilled about it, but he's you know he's not against it. But he's right. he views himself as an outside defensive back. He views himself as a corner, like the number one or number two corner. So, I, I, look, I think it's smart for the Saints to see and, and see if he can compete with Roby. And he's a younger guy and costs less, you know. Right. Um, and I'm not saying Marshawn's on his last few seasons here. He's I mean, young, he's still yeah. playing very well. But, I, I, I look, I, I think it's simple. Get the best defensive backs on the field for you. Absolutely. So and You can't have another seat. You know, well, see, issue. you just alluded to why I think maybe he's not too thrilled about that. Yeah. You make the most money as the number one or number two corner or starting safety, not a nickel. So I wonder if that's part of it or not. I, I don't know. But I'm going to play the sound. You guys can listen to it. Uh, we can analyze it from there. It's the Sport Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. It's time to have fun, so come on in. 
If you love to play, come play with us right here at home at your local Cash Magic Casinos with nine locations in Southeast Louisiana. Come take a break, have some fun, and let us make you a VIP. At Cash Magic, it's always safe, fun, and friendly with all the newest, most popular games and our famous Cash Magic VIP service. So come play with us right in your backyard at all nine Cash Magic locations in Southeast Louisiana. Homa, Thibodeau, La Rose, Raceland, Galliano, Bayou Vista, and on the West Bank Expressway. You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic. Must be 21 or older. Valid ID required. Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. It's Ram season at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Even with the convenience of Uber and Lyft, king-size accidents can happen in a rideshare. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced in handling rideshare accidents and will fight for a king-size recovery for your injuries. Get the royal treatment you deserve at The King Firm. At The King Firm, we treat every client like royalty. If you've been injured in a rideshare crash, ring The King at 909-KING. LA20-11132. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. We're live at Lakeview. West Harrison. West Harrison, yeah. West Harrison. If you don't put the West on it, then they're going to send it that way. <laughs> Very important to, to it is. I learned West that. I learned that for the first three years I was over here. Pizza Domenico. Pizza Domenico, yeah. yeah. It's at my 2 o'clock if I open your front door. That's where it's at. So right. aim for the pizza place. Look to your left. Absolutely. There you go. State Farm well, sign. well, well, well. There look, he is. Look, look he came to the, beat us look up. Look what yeah. the Cardinal Drack did. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say the cat? Come on. I had I'm to give you a saying. hard time. I'm just saying. It's a very nice bright red bird. Maybe a good old kitty cat just hanging out in the backyard. Just happens to snatch me a little Cardinal. Look. You know? That's all I'm saying. Look. The reason I fell in love with the Cardinals. You know, he came literally from Francesca he just down did the this, street yeah. just to do this. You know. When At I was eight listened. years old, mm-hmm. they were on Saturdays because they, they had the Cardinals on a lot on Saturdays, uh-huh. not the Cubs. In New Orleans? New Orleans. Where? NBC. It was the game of the week. And well. the Cardinals would be on a lot. And I fell in love with the uniform well, and Bob saying? Gibson. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's when I became a Cardinal fan. Oh. And then okay. I met a girl from St. Louis. Well, it's always about a girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it comes down to. so I started going yeah. to games a lot. And, um, you know, it's just – and it's hard to watch them play poorly and lose. What if Mrs. Craig was uh, was a Falcon fan? Would you be a Falcon fan? Uh, <laughs> was she, I was not a Ram fan either. Do, do we draw the line at she, the Falcons? No, she, we, loved her, she loved her Rammies. And I hated the Rams. I'm like, look, I'll try. But I just, they're in my division. I don't like the Rams. Thank you, Sarah. It just is what it is. Uh-huh. And um, so, no, I never became a Rams fan. Okay. But, yes, you know, I, I took on hockey, which, of course, being down here, we were never big hockey people. Okay. The Blues? But, you know, I became a Blues fan. And it was fun when they won the title in 19. Okay. And um, it just... Uh, I'm a Cardinal fan, bro. I, you know, I, I want to ask you this because I'm going on a very brief little trip. I'm going. I need the beach, so I'm going to the beach. I'm, I'm going to the beach to go to the beach. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like Josh, you understand this? Like I, I'm going to put my feet in the sand. Right, we're not going. Shopping. You even got. You I, even got red you know, koozies. I'm going swimming. Like I, I'm going you know, to be a part of the beach and the water. Watch for the sharks. Mm-hmm. You went to Costa Rica. Yeah. And you kept sending us photos of the jungles of Costa Rica. Venomous snakes. Yes. Man-eating plants. I mean, all these different things. It's crazy. 
And then Dr. Josh Roulette saw you this morning, and he said, you're all messed up. <laughs> well, we did a lot like of hiking. It didn't sound like a vacation to me. It sounded it like really a lot wasn't. of hiking. It, it really like wasn't. Hiking, we hiked 14 of, miles. Um, now, now, I did see there's a brand new Indiana Jones we coming broke out, it down so maybe he thinks he's Harrison right, right. Ford. If Harrison no, can do look, it, I wanted I to do, do this it. for my son. Uh-huh. I really wanted to do this for Connor. <laughs> and Stephanie did it. We both did it. Okay. You know, we hiked in the mountains, you know, all around the R&L Volcano. All around Poas, and then all up in, in the Monte Verde cloud and rainforest. Monte Verde, that sounds like a mountain. It, it was. Like well, it is. In Spanish, it is, but mountain. it's in the clouds, and yeah. unfortunately. In the clouds. You know, we, we, uh, the professor and I took a little heat last week as yeah. we were talking about, you know, the cloud, and the reason the clouds aren't coming down in the forest anymore, because the heat is pushing the clouds away. They're, mm. they're, they're evaporating before they hit the forest. And unfortunately, you know, they're fighting that. I mean, the, the ecosystem in Costa Rica is second to none. And they are, it's, it's their tourism. It's yeah. their livelihood. So instead of, instead of spending money on, on military, which I agree we need to spend money on military here. They don't have a military. They spend it on education and their ecosystem. And, um, what they have there is amazing. The animals, the wildlife, the birds, monkeys, uh, sloths, um, there's jaguar and, and jaguars. Theaters. Again, this jaguars. sounds like a very interesting vacation. But we didn't, no, you, you gotta go really no, I, deep no, into the jungle. Look, we went, I, look, we I, went two years ago, it was beautiful. Well, I was yeah. texting you, I, I'm 48 in January, so the process has begun to, what do I want to do for my 50th? Because mm-hmm. it's gonna take, you know, I like Hawaii it's not and all for those you, bro. things. I know it's what you like. You, you like beaches. Yeah. Costa Rica, is, uh, the no. Pacific Coast is not known for their beaches. Okay. The, the, the Caribbean side has beautiful beaches. But, uh, but I have not been to Limon. But, uh, if you want beaches, I mean, I, dude, I love Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Okay. And, um, well, nice. Josh is shaking his head too. All Puerto right. Rico's okay. great, but the British Virgin Islands are great. Yeah. The Caribbean. Caribbean. It's hard not yeah. to find beauty in yeah. the Caribbean. I hear you. So, well, and it's very hard to not consider just other places. Just go to an like, island, when man. I did a simple Google search for Hawaii. Well, I you, started. No, 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 no. Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, look. Nothing against Hawaii. No. I'm sure it's absolutely gorgeous. I've never been. I've, I've been. never had the urge You've to been? go. Yeah. How is My it? wife has beautiful. been. It's beautiful. We did but Hawaii. First of all, they don't like us. They don't like you? Americans. But you could show up and cook. But the point is, the point is, I don't think the people are as friendly as the people are in the Caribbean. The people in Caribbean, Jamaica, the people in Jamaica are unbelievably friendly. Um, But Hawaii is very expensive. It is. Costa Rica is a quarter of what Hawaii is. And I know that from looking at it. I mean, it's ridiculous. You can find places in Costa Rica cheap. Well, you know, I, I'll go consider these things. I just, I'm glad that you, Puerto Rico's a little you walked in just now and you did like a little shimmy, a little dance. So obviously, you did your job today. Yeah, I did. <laughs> because yeah. he right. said you were a mess. I really, so. I was on my way back yeah. when I had my appointment last week and I saw Ingrid the next day. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, dude, but, you need to see Josh. Look, she I, was I, like, you need to go see Josh today. Look, I bring this yeah. up because again, we're, we're not just here because Josh wants me to be here. Um, right. we, we legitimately use Josh. Yes, we do. <laughs> and yeah. like, I've been coming here, I don't know. For a reason. Years. For yeah, a reason. So. So. I've been coming here five or six yeah. years and I swear by Josh Roulette and, and his team. So we were talking, uh, before you showed up about some of the things that we're seeing at OTAs and things to kind of keep an eye on. Alante Taylor wanting to be the, the outside corner, and yeah. the team is trying him out right now at, at nickel. It is a little what big for that. Do. But I, look, I, I I would put him there. Isn't Alante I, I Taylor like kind of big. I like that um, because you love Chauncey Garner Johnson. Was a guy that made plays. He was a lot of energy. He was obviously good. he's an and issue. All those things. <laughs> Nobody well, wants well, Taylor. There you go. Taylor plays like that, though. He's like so angry. He, here's intense. what. Here's okay. what. He's not a jerk. Here's what yeah. he had to say. Biggest difference between playing outside and nickel. Really, just understanding the fronts. Um, understanding like where your help's at more. Uh, yeah, I feel you have more help um, in the slot than you do on the outside. So understanding where your help's at, um, and then really just understanding like fronts and where the linebackers are going to be, when to bump, when not to bump, motion, when not to run with motion, just stuff like that. A little bit more yeah, of the man. difference. Uh, it's big difference. Man. I'm talking about I'm out there making mistakes, and uh, I'm kind of hard on myself right now about it because I kind of wish that I could just get it right now, but it's just not happening. So uh, just going to continue to watch tape, um, ask the coaches the questions, and I have guys helping me out as well. Um, so 
it's taking one day at a time. You know, it's just second week of OTAs, but I know by the time it really matters, I'll be where I need to be. I love that. And finally, what does he think he is? Um, I'm, I'm open to it, um, but at the end of the day, I'm still a corner. I don't feel like I've, I've shown that I can't play the position, um, but I don't think the coaches feel that way either. I think I feel like they're just trying to introduce me to something new and just kind of see what I can do with it. Uh, just because, you know, game plan-wise, I may end up having to travel a guy who's a slot receiver one day. Uh, so Coach Woods is big on you know, his corners, knowing how to play the slot, but also playing the outside. So um, I'm open to it, like I said, but I feel like I'm still competing for the outside corner job, and that's still my number one priority. Oh. How the other corners feel about that? Yeah, but he has to have that mentality, right? So who who wants to have a problem with that? Paulson had a rough year. It's not like that. He was injured. Yeah, I like Paulson and Debo. I I like Paulson too. Yeah, I like this team. We need to get the best players on the field. Best players on the field. If he's the best player for the job, he should be there, not Roby. And we picked up, what, Abrams? What was I saying? Abrams. Abrams. Yep. Um, I think he's super physical as well, and he could fill in maybe strong safety or something like that when we need him, or even at that corner slot. I'm sure he's competing for that too. So getting the best guys out there, and we need them to buy in. What the issue was last year, CJ didn't buy in. He wanted more money, and we had to get rid of him. And I hope that doesn't happen. Did he end up getting paid? Not really. this year. No, he signed a one-year deal. one-year, eight million a Right. Yeah, nobody wants him because well, of his too. I think it's his. Yeah, it's his attitude. attitude. Um, I'm gonna. I guess Josh will enjoy this here as well as a pleasurable look on his face. It's gonna come when I say, "I will pat you on the back, sir. You were on to it when you said about Da trying to make the moves that he did and trying to make this more of his team and all of that." Um, Wait, didn't I say that? I just said I. He I thought you said that. Josh. No, he's no, looking said, at oh, the look on your yeah, face. Yeah, where yeah, you're gonna yeah, take pleasure in that. Exactly. Well, this was Taylor yesterday. Look, the coaches that he brought in, with there's Woods, Marcus Robinson, they're all secondary guys. Dennis Allen was a secondary coach. Mm-hmm. And I know Nick Underhill was one that has been posting it here as well on podcasts and things, where you're seeing they're breaking up the secondary into different groups and doing different things, Scott. And, and I think that's something because you have coaches that are capable of doing that. And co- I think getting this team better is coaching them up. And doing those things. I think the team lost a little something when they lost some of those coaches that went to, to, when they lost Aaron Glenn. Yeah. I I think Aaron Glenn was really good. And I said at the time, that guy is a head coach material. You've seen the difference. Definitely a D coordinator material. Well, look at what Detroit's done. I mean, you got, I mean, their defense struggled. Well, what I'm saying though, but still, I mean, you're seeing that team have an attitude about it and get better. Um, but this was what Taylor said about having three secondary coaches. In that, in that room, it's huge. You know, uh, they all have been around great players. Uh, they all know what it takes to be like some of the best, best like in your position. So it's big. Um, but at the end of the day, I always say, you know, I love playing for Coach Da. Um, just the swagger that he wants from us. And we talked about swagger last year, going into the Raiders game. And uh, you had practice already. And he's like, we need the handshakes. We need like guys dancing, moving around. It's good to play for a coach who lets you be yourself. Um, and just plays hard-nosed defensive football. And, you know, Coach Woods has success being yeah. a D coordinator. And uh, so just looking forward to what it looks like going into vet camp when everybody's yeah. here. And then also when we get into uh, camp camp, just when it's hot, you know, and just seeing, like, the, who gets mad, who doesn't get mad, because that heat kind of changes you up a little bit. So, yeah. Bro, I will be shocked if this team is not really good. I, I, I don't see how they're not a 10-win team. I, I, so I keep saying at they're 11 and You six. and I are 11, 12 yeah. wins. I'm, I'm it could you. be 13, but that's tough. Well, let's see what That's happens. When we come back, Logan Perry is going to open up the hour with us. We'll touch on the USFL's New Orleans Breakers. Sean Fox, 205, Chef Scotty is hanging out. It's good to see you. It's been two weeks. This is Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Gentle with the nail trimmers. You mustn't nip the quick. Short-staffed, Marco needs to fetch some help now. Poodle has to look like a bear. Scruffy to fluffy. He needs a groomer that will be the bark of the town. Please hold. Has anyone groomed the chinchilla before? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. As a parent, you know you can't prevent every accident. Play it safe with the right equipment. Add a mouth guard to your child's sports or recreational equipment list. 
to help prevent the impact of a painful and costly facial injury. Mouthguard should be fitted so it does not misalign the jaw. Lightweight, strong, easy to clean, properly sized, covering the upper and lower teeth and gums. If your child does sustain a facial injury, seek an evaluation from an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. OMSs are experts in handling injuries to the face, mouth, and jaws. Learn more at myoms.org. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. People with laptops, they want to be smart. No, I want to be portable. I didn't say anything. I want to be portable. You have a phone. Yeah, you got a phone, man. It's the same thing. Stop. A the, phone is a computer. It's the you're, same thing. The reason people are always oh. on their phones, it's not a phone, oh, it's a computer. It's I'm taking technology advice from you, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. What is this tweeter thing? <laughs> GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, The Rose, New Orleans, and The River. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is hour number three of the Sports Hangover live at Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic over on West Harrison. Is it, is a 